Welcome to the Inside Story on Franchising with valuable insights on how to create multiple streams of income through franchising and building businesses. Host Ricardo Matos has spent more than 25 years building businesses in multiple industries and helping other business owners succeed. His expertise and entrepreneurial know-how will educate and inspire you. On the show, Ricardo brings together industry experts and insiders who share solutions and strategies along with a passion for helping entrepreneurs make the best decision when it comes to buying a franchise or any business opportunity and much more. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Inside Story of Franchise Podcast. Today, our guest is John Francis. He's a speaker and has a lifetime experience in franchising, and his exposure to franchising began when he was just a child. His family hair salon system, the Barbers. With more than 25 years of hands-on experience in franchise industry, John Francis has served as a franchisee, franchisor, event investor, and a board member of organizations such as Sport Clips, Cost Cutter, Inner Circle, Office Pride, Siva Beauty, Bigfoot, Big, I'm sorry, Big Frog T-Shirt, PostNet, and the International Franchise Association. Today, John shared his expert, expertise and experience in consulting, advisor, and keynote speaker to help franchisee systems and professionals see what they don't see and achieve their highest levels of success. John, welcome to the Inside Story of Franchise Podcast. I'm so glad to have a person like you who's so knowledgeable and wise in every aspect of franchise. How are you today, sir? Uh, well, thank you, Ricardo. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I appreciate the opportunity to meet you and, and share what I can with you and your audience. I, I'm a big believer in franchising. I, I grew up in the franchise business with my family salon business. They franchised it. I was a franchisor. I was a franchisee early on and, and we had great success and I learned a lot. I worked really hard. And I've been in and out of a number of brands myself. Uh, we sold our family business. I did a few more on my own. And, and uh, the last few years, I've been as a sort of a coach or an advisor. And, you know, I like to help. My, my goal now is to help people get it right. I, I love when franchising is done well. Everybody wins. And I love uh, it. I, like to see I love it. I think uh, you, you open right exactly where I want you to open. So <laughs> tell us a little bit more about yourself and what is it that you actually do in overall? I mean, you are a person who has so much experience in the franchise world and there's so many uncertainties today what franchise is all about. Tell us more. I can tell you all kinds of stuff. I guess I, I, uh, I believe franchising is a great opportunity, but it, it's not for everybody. And it's not for every business. Not everything should be a franchise. There's, I've seen some failure. I've seen some people struggle. I've, I've had my own share of ups and downs in business. So it's not always a guarantee. Nothing's easy. That's for sure. That's the only guarantee is that nothing's easy. But when franchising is done well, when you've got a nice concept, a franchisor who's motivated and organized and professional, And when you get a good franchisee who, who's got enough money and enough work and they know how to do it and they, they, want to, they want to be a good franchisee and they do what they're supposed to and, and work really hard and, and, and build that business at the unit level. And then the suppliers, the vendors, the companies that sell the products and services, when they do their job for the franchisor and the franchisee, you know, really the whole environment, everybody wins. The franchisee wins. The franchisor wins, the supplier companies win. And 
I think it's important they they understand you know how to work together what what their piece of that puzzle is because it's different and it changes over time you know when they're new and emerging brands or when they're new and young franchisee you know it's a different and then as they grow and they get bigger and they get older and the things change and you know they got to change with it so the brand will change the system will grow and and the, the business will change usually for the better and the franchisees got to change and they they need to know what to do and how to do it and and how to do it right and so that, and so that brings I, up that brings up a question yeah. so yeah you're talking about how they need to do it right and you know what is that exposure for franchisees who are going to venturing owning a, a franchise what what do you can you what can you give them as a you know as a nugget of the gold nugget say hey you want to do it right this is what you need to do uh, I can give you, I could, I could give you a lot of them. Um, I've got uh, on my website. I'll just say this, Ricardo. My my nickname is Johnny Franchise, right? That's someone gave me that nickname about eight years ago, Johnny Franchise. So I have a website, JohnnyFranchise.com, and there's all kinds of stuff there. There's some top tips uh, for franchisees, but the number one thing I I tell franchisees when they're buying a franchise or they're looking at different franchises, number one, find something that's a really good fit, right? Something you enjoy the business, something you can afford. The economics got to make sense, right? I, I'm not going to buy a hotel franchise. I can't afford that. That's too big, too complicated. I would never be comfortable with that. But there are a lot of businesses I could do because of my background or my experience, something you would like. So find a business you actually enjoy the business. You have some genuine enthusiasm. It can't be all about the money because uh, that's just not not the right way to, to make a choice like this. Find a business, a franchise system. You like the business. The economics make sense. You got enough money to do it the way it's supposed to be done. And the people, Understand the people in that business, the culture of that brand. Yes. What kind of people are they? How do they make decisions? How do they handle themselves? The more you know, the better decision you'll make, either to go into a brand or to not go into a brand. So I, I tell franchisees looking at franchising at different opportunities, just take your time, do your homework, talk to a lot of people. Uh, I, I suggest you go visit the franchisee somewhere. There's probably, if, if there's nothing near you, like because it's open territory, even better, then get on a plane or drive in your car and go visit somebody and spend a day with that guy or that person or, or go visit two or three of them and talk on the phone and learn everything you can, what that franchisee is doing and how they do it and how they like it. Because no, you're trying to with become you. I agree who with they you. are. Yeah, I agree you got with it. you. I mean, what, yeah. a lot of times people don't realize that the, all the business surrounding around themselves within their neighborhood are all franchisees, holding owners, you know, who own yeah. those properties. And most people don't realize, like the Whole Foods, for example, Whole Foods is a franchise. It started originally as a franchise. Yeah, Jeff Bezos owns it, which is part of Amazon, but it was integrate part of his business model to integrate certain things. But that's what most people don't realize, the majority of the business out there uh, aren't necessarily in one way or another. They're either franchisee or owned by many franchises or, or even independent corporation the lady on becomes a franchisee. And you right. said you said a key point there. You said a key point is find something that is correlated to what you do and how you go about doing it so that you have a passion for it. You can be an accountant and you have a fulfilled pleasure of being an accountant, but you don't want to be in the accounting world, right? 
but that skills and that training may be a very a key essential of owning a business that requires those accounting tips and services. But if you learn that new method of how to go about doing certain things on another different business, it's a key essential for yourself. And I agree with you in many different ways. Make sure you find something that you can build a passion for. Now, my experience is with people who are owning a particular business, a lot of times they come from a different resource that is nothing related to the business they're owning and they fail. They fail constantly, constantly, constantly because like you said, if you're getting into a business with just wanting to own, make a lot of money and you're not doing any passion for that business, your business is gonna fail because you're focusing on earning the money, right? And That's right. It's the, yeah. the key aspect you say is liking what you want, knowing what you know about, right? And implement that business that it will do something great for itself. Based on that, can you give us a spectrum between franchisees and franchisors? What they should be looking for uh, in picking the right brand for themselves, picking that one nature of entity of business that you have seen or you have experienced that people have not done correctly? Yeah, uh, well, I, I think usually it comes down to uh, expectations. Um, sometimes people expect a franchise to do things for the franchisee that are unrealistic. They're un, uh, un, in, inappropriate even. Uh, a lot of times, not, it depends on the nature of the business, but a lot of times I see a franchisee who buys into a system and they open the unit and they're in business now and they're expecting the franchisor to bring them customers. It's not usually that's you, unless there's a program for that, unless that's yeah. expressly built in. A lot of times you get the business, you open the store, you're ready for business. And now where are the customers? Well, you got to go get them. You got to advertise. You got to follow the, the marketing and the digital marketing and the social media. And you, you have to still do the work to yeah. generate customers. Sometimes people think, well, if I buy a franchise, it's just going to work. And it's not that simple, right? You buy the franchise, it's it's more likely going to work, but you still have to do the work as the franchisee. What I guess what happens is when a system is new and maybe has, let's say, a, a hundred stores, hundred units open, you know, still relatively new and and learning and changing. Those systems that are younger emerging brands, you know, they're going to change. And, you know, they've got a little more dynamic uh, environment and feel. They need franchisees who are going to understand that, that this business is, you know, we're learning and we're growing and it's fast paced. When a brand has maybe 500 units or more, and I would call that a bigger, more sophisticated, a more mature brand, they've probably been around a long time. You know, they got a lot of stores and a lot of people, and it's just a different environment. Those systems, don't change as much. They don't allow you to, you don't want to change because it's, it's worked at 500 units. It's probably going to go to 2000 or 5,000. So it's a different environment mm. based on the size of the system when you join it. And I, I think there's just a little understanding there. If you want to buy a, 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 a big brand and a big system, they usually cost a lot more <laughs> and sometimes they're harder to get into because it's already sold out. So you got to buy an existing business or, or, you know, there's different strategy there, but it's just a different expectation. 
I don't know. No, I, I have always said that not all franchises are created equal and not all equal franchises are equally profitable, right? This is one of my little mm -hmm. models because I try to explain people that if you are looking into owning a franchise just with the perspective of um, when will be that I get my return on my investment, you're not fit to own a franchise because return of investment is something that uh, you're going to attain by yourself, but how you are growing that brand, how, how are you expanding that brand to the next level? What kind of marketing levels are you doing? What are you allowed to do in, within your marketing brand that you currently acquire based on what the franchise will allow and what you as a franchisee can do, right? So, so that brings up what I, what I call in the, in the world of franchise, it says you are who you are because you are want to be what you are. But in the franchise world, it's the business that you have that you will know how to represent that will actually bring you the result that you would like to have. So that when you em emphasize your growth and your desires and the ambition of making that business a better business, you will make that happen. You come in and you streamline methodologies and methods for each individual franchisee or even a business owner who wants to convert their business model into a franchise store model, where now explain to us what is it that you exactly you will do for our clients to evolve into the next level? Well, the, the work that I do, Ricardo, I, I work more as a coach or an advisor. I help people with their existing franchise business. So most of my clients are already in a system or they have a brand and they're trying to grow their brand and they've got some kind of challenge or obstacle or, or, or problem. And maybe they know what the problem is. Maybe they don't know what the problem is, but they get stuck, right? I say they're somehow stuck and I want to come along and push them forward or pull them backwards or move them out of stuck so they can grow again and, and do the right thing for the business for them as the owner. I'm more interested in the owner having success. The people really matter. And then the business, what's good for the business should be good for the owner of that business. So I have a, a program for franchisees. That's a video program that's available. And, and that's kind of a training thing. And people use that. And then I have a program for the franchisors. They can use the same program inside of their system. But then it's, it's coaching and consulting and advisory work. Uh, I do some speaking. Uh, I serve on some boards, advisory board, if, if they want that. I, I can do things like uh, franchise advisory councils or franchisee peer groups. You know, I like to come into a brand and try to figure out where I can help them or add value. Yeah, I don't want to own it. I don't want to buy it. I don't want to work there. I don't want to sell the business. I, I, I just want to help them get what they want. And if I can do that, I, I try to find a way. If, if I can't do that, I try to introduce them to someone who can help them. So basically what you're telling me is that the way you help overcome challenges for franchisees and franchisors is that you evaluate their business and you see what's working right and you see what's not working correctly and you take those two and you find a new methodology and methods on how to streamline them in a way that is more efficient and more effective and in more of a way to enlighten their path of what they're trying to achieve. That's right. That's right. And I, I like to say e effective first, efficient second, right? It, what you do has to work and then you want it to work really well, but it's got to be effective first. You can do the wrong thing really well. It doesn't, it's no good. So I ask a lot of questions 
and I offer a lot of examples because I have a lot of experience. So usually when I come in, I ask questions, I understand, and I start comparing it. I say, you know, this looks like, here's a situation I saw before, and it looked like this, and here's what we did, or here's what we didn't do, and here's why. And I can, I can make a lot of connection and, and, and do it in a way that people, um, you know, I, I don't have, uh, people feel good about my advice. You know, I'm helping them. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not making them feel stupid, you know, and because uh, I, 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 I get that. I get that, John. I, I know that, I know you're a very professional person. And, uh, and when you come to business, you guide them to a particular perfection methods. Now, give me a, let me ask you this. Do you have a set of strategies or do you have a method that allows for you to follow an ATC pattern from one client to another client? Is it a consistent or do you have different strategies that apply for each individual business completely different? That's a really good question. And, and the answer is I have both. I, I, I have consistent programs, two, two programs that I use for franchisors. Uh, it's the franchise lifecycle program which is a four-part process and it's pretty standard. It's good, good place to begin. And then I have a board of advisors development program. That's a three-part program that helps take a, an owner, a founder and create a business board of advisors. So those are two standard programs, but really it begins by, by the, the, the conversation and the relationship of knowing them and understanding that that owner, that franchisee, that franchisor, talking about their system, about their structure, about their people, about their results, about their challenges. So I start with that assessment, as you mentioned, and then depending on what I find and, and what it feels appropriate, I can either custom and do some coaching work or some project work or run them through uh, one of my programs. I guess it's a range. Uh, I'm lucky that I can I can do what I want when I want to. I, I love to help where I think I'm valuable. And if not, then it's easy for me to say, you know, I don't think it's a good fit. Let me introduce you to three or four other people. Maybe they could be helpful, you know, and I move on. I, move on. I, I, don't, uh, I don't waste anybody's time. You know, I'm really interested in just adding value where I can. Well, that's good to know. And that's great information. Uh, what are some of the, uh, the pitfalls when you are implementing some of the strategies for each individual client, uh, that the client should be able to aware to, so they know ahead of the time that yeah. what are some of the people there, their franchisees or the franchise or experience? Is it because they can't afford it? They, is it something that they not haven't planned out to have it? Yeah, I, I think it's sometimes it's those things uh, more often than not is, is I, I show them the choices they have to make and it's difficult choices. They, and I'll get them to the point where, to me, it's real clear, you know, and I'll make it, I'll make an argument. Maybe it's a situation and I have three possibilities. You could do A, you could do B, you could do C, but you have to choose one of those choices. I don't care which one, but choose one. And a lot of people want to stay where they are. It's hard to make changes. So I might come in and say, well, here's one change. Here's another, here's another, here's other, do this, do that to actually make the change can be very difficult. So the way I approach that is I explain to them the cost of not making the change. The risk of staying where they are is greater than the potential of not of making the change. So it's kind of a, 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 a mindset, 
of getting them ready to change. You have you asked me to help you. That means like you're going to make choices. Like, yeah. what, like Blockbuster. You know, it's funny. I, uh, Bethany <laughs> Kelly is a friend of mine who was the original lawyer who created Blockbuster. Blockbuster uh -huh. <laughs> did not want to emerge. They did not want to change. They didn't want to change their methodology from going from, you know, the videotape concept to the digital CD to, to later on to, you know, uh, streamline, you know, and uh, yeah. I remember Blockbuster was one of the integrated uh, those little key aspects of uh, renting separately away from that. And you, you, you said a key, uh, key point there is knowing if what will work and what won't work in your future. And if you make that decision, make sure you make the decision that is benefit for your business. Now, let me ask you this, who is your ideal client and which market do you prefer the most? Because there are so many different industries. Good question. My, my ideal client is a business owner who's got some success. Uh, they're beyond the startup. The hard, the hard part, I would say, is, is over. And they want to grow, but they're stuck. And they don't know what's next. They don't know how to get to that next level. I, I take them to that next level, or I try to show them how to get themselves to that next level. I, I don't do it for them. I do it with them. More of a, a coach or an advisor. Uh, so the best, the best uh, person for me to talk to, or I'd like to speak with that owns a business, has some success, but wants more. And they're not sure what to do or how to get there. And they're looking for advice. Yeah. It's funny you said that because a friend of mine who owned a uh, Hispanic magazine, his magazine has uh, over 200, no, 2 million subscribers. And he's trying to plan uh, growing his business. And uh, one of the key things that I explained to him is he could franchise his business marketing after the aspect. In other words, bring his marketing to all the different territory network areas and have people to own a franchise model or a royalty model where they bring clients for them to advertise. And he's still, he's still wondering about that business overall. And it's kind of funny. I, um, so another magazine, they're already planning to do exactly the same thing. So there's all the people already, if you don't jump in in the bandwagon of the idea and you become the, the personal key of influence and become the pioneer, you never know when someone else is going to take that idea. They, even you have not referred to anyone else, but someone else will come up with the idea and they will jump in the bandwagon before you will. And when people yeah. procrastinate, it's when they fail. And once I, oh, they took my idea. Oh, they stole my, my, uh, no, they didn't. They just acted upon you. We're all That's connected great. in one way or another by six degrees. Irrelevant to the fact of who you are and what you are, if you don't take action on the possible great idea you, you said you have, someone else will come up with a similar idea and they will take upon it. I, I tell people that I invented Yahoo. <laughs> I invented uh, Amazon. <laughs> you know, sure. it's not, I just said that as a kidding, as a joke, because I thought about a few things like that. You know, I may have not have the money or you know, the skills or the uh, abilities to make those things happen, but there's ways to make things happen. You know, and that's all that matters. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. I, I think that uh, success favors action. Yes. Right? People who take action are more likely to be successful. And you gotta, you gotta get past the fear of failure. Failure is, is not always bad. It, it, you learn so much. And as long as you get up and keep going, you know, you can fail to success over time. I agree. You know, procrastination is the biggest downfall of every single successful mind. Uh, I recently heard that the greatest minds of all time who 
achieve, they never achieve anything. They're on the ground today, right? Why they're greatest mind? Because they had the great idea. They got the, the, the know-how, but they never took action, right? Those who have passed on, who are on the ground, they're the greatest mind of all time because they never did anything in between them that we can never remember them, right? There's right. more of those than those that we are already accomplished something. Now, yeah. let me ask you this. What are one of the greatest franchisees that you have created or you have worked with? Can you give us a success story? The biggest brand I've worked with is Sport Clips, um, hair salons. That's a very big success story. I've been working on their board of directors for about 12 years. Yeah, keep growing. And uh, they're, they're good people. They got a good business. Uh, they work really hard at staying focused on their business. They, they offer good haircuts, great service, very convenient. You know, it's, it's not complicated, but it's, it simple does not mean easy, right? I it's hard work. Month month. It's hard work, <laughs> but I tell you what, they, they really do. They take care of their people. Uh, their culture is real. It matters. Uh, they, they're helpful, they're service. I mean, they've got great, great leadership, great management, strong, strong. It's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. But over the years, you know, I get to watch them. I get to ask questions. I offer ideas and sometimes strategy ideas and, and people introductions. And, and uh, it's great to see an organization that really has grown and evolved and included everyone along the way, the franchisor, and all of their executives, all their staff, all their people are participating. All the franchisees are having, there's some tremendous success. I mean, there's, of course, there's some that don't have success. That's, I mean, it's, yeah. that's the nature. And then the suppliers, the vendor companies, I've, I've gotten to know some of them and they've grown with the brand as yeah. the brand has grown, their business has grown. It's a team effort. It is a team it's effort. A, it's a wonderful uh I was, uh, they recently celebrated 25 years in franchise and um, that's a long time and uh, they're doing it and I don't see it slowing down. I think they got another 25 years at least, you know, it's, it's really a great uh, organization and, and, and people that, uh, that, that make that happen. So, well, John, I, uh, we're running out of time. I really enjoyed, com you know, conversating with you and uh, talking about great things and ideas and strategies and business. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you and um, how can they connect with you? Well, thank you, Ricardo. I, I, my name is John Francis. My nickname is Johnny Franchise. <laughs> so my website, johnnyfranchise.com. I'm on all the social, on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. And uh, I'm not hard to find. Uh, easy guy to reach. And I love to talk, you know, people can, can uh, find me. And if, you know, there's a link where they can schedule, you know, I'm not selling anything. I'm not buying anything. I, I don't want to, I say, I only send you an invoice if you deserve it, you know, so I don't, uh, I don't mind helping and talking. And then, you know, if there's something, opportunity, we'll structure something that makes sense. And if not, yeah. uh, no, no big deal. I want, I want to know you. I love to network and share. So thank yeah. you for the for being here today thank you it's funny you say that because uh, i recently experienced a, a little of, uh, negative uh connection in social media and sometimes social media uh, the negative learn you teach you how to overcome certain challenges and it was nothing major it was yeah. something simple the misunderstanding of communication but today's society don't realize how social media how important it is in the business entity of world and due to the fact that we're doing certain things and that we're striving forward for our greatest success, 
connect with people. It's not about selling. It's about knowing who we are right. and what we are so that you know that we're here in case you need us, right? Uh, if you buy one, if you buy, buy from us, you know, say the real solution and the inside story of podcast, it is all about helping people. This is all about part of organizing our methods of making people uh, be part of something great in their, in their life. But John, like I said, right. I want to thank you very much. Uh, I I enjoyed having you in our podcast and I look forward to our podcast for a lot. Thank you, Ricardo. Thank you. You've been listening to the Inside Story on Franchising with your host, Ricardo Matos. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. That way, you'll never miss a new episode and you can help spread the word to more entrepreneurs like yourself. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.